When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Early on a sports, free agent frenzy, Aaron Rodgers, and two dudes with sports news. Let's get it, baby. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome into episode 113 on the Berliana Sports Podcast, recording here on March 15th, 2023. Got the two guys from Two Dudes with Sports News with me tonight, Garen and Jalen. Aaron is not What's able up, to man? make it, but we're going to rock a show anyway. How you guys doing? Good, man. How about you? Yeah, good. Just like trying to try to talk some sports for a bit, and hopefully stakes don't run bad when, when, I got, when I just put them out of the refrigerator. You can leave them <laughs> out for a little bit, man. You'll be okay. <laughs> You got a little bit of time. The stakes are high for you, and the stakes are high for some of these other guys, it sounds like, man. Free oh, agency, absolutely wild. So, hey, man, dude, I'll just, just to say it, say it flat out, I'm not a dad yet, but I've been storing up dad jokes since I was about 18. So they come dad, out. But... Dad jokes, corny jokes. <laughs> and if you got, and if you're with the right, and if you were with the right person and the right people, uh, dark humor jokes. You and I were talking about this earlier today, actually. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But uh, yeah, no, a lot of crazy free agency going on. So we just figured we'd, we'd rock that for this show. Uh, obviously, Aaron Rodgers being one of the craziest things. We'll get that get to that in the middle. But uh, I just want to hear a little bit about you guys. Um, for our listeners, we appreciate you guys coming on tonight. So I just want to do a little icebreaker here. Uh, this icebreaker might get hot. Um, Garrett, you're a, a Jaguars fan, right? Where you grew up down in Florida? Yes, sir. Born and raised. Okay. Not living there anymore, but still born and raised. And uh, Jalen, you're a Seahawks fan somehow? I am. How'd that happen? Uh, Marshawn Lynch, January 8th, 2011, Beastquake. Like, that one was the beginning of it because I didn't know who Marshawn Lynch was until that that fateful play because I was rooting against the Saints growing up. Like, in Georgia, you're raised to hate the Saints, but I couldn't be a Falcons fan, but I still didn't like the Saints (laughs) at the same time. So, it was Marshawn Lynch. I knew who Russell Wilson was back when he was at Wisconsin. Uh, so I was always very fond of it and the way he played the game and I was rooting for him, especially when Seattle got him. So that was like that was uh, the second that was like, um, I want to say the second strike. Third strike was learning about the Legion of Boom, Richard Sherman. Uh, yeah. I knew of Richard Sherman because everybody talked about him. I always thought he was a receiver, then found out he was a cornerback. <laughs> then Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, just the whole vibe and energy of Seattle. And at that time, I wasn't even a fan of an NFL team like that. I just like watching the games. I wasn't the type of person like, give me the jersey, uh, uh-huh. give me the posters, give me the flags, give me whatever. I'm part of the, I'm part of the fan base. But 
uh, if it wasn't for Marshawn Lynch, uh, Russell Wilson, and the Legion of Boom, I never would have became a Seahawks fan. So that's the reason why I, I, I rock with the Se- rock with Seattle. Yeah, I can respect from that. The Southeast. I can respect that, man. I always enjoyed watching uh, watching Beast Mode play, man. I just all those runs, dude, absolutely he, insane. Like when you he's look my all time like, favorite running back. I, dude, I, I can absolutely see why. I definitely in my top five for sure. I remember watching that. So I won't get fined. What's that? I'm just here so I won't get fined. Yeah, right. right. I know why I'm here. <laughs> no, Jalen, it's like you read my mind, though. The question I actually had for you was, uh, who do you think is the most underrated player in the Legion of Boom, and, and why would you say that? Because, I mean, that was uh, a sick to, defense. To me, Cliff Averill. Why? Um, you think about, yeah, the big names of the Legion of Boom has always been Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas. Uh, they each did their jobs, but you think about the secondary. That front seven um, helped out that uh, helped out that secondary because it doesn't matter how good your secondary is if the quarterback's not on the ground or anything right. like that. Absolutely, they um, it will get torched sooner or later. And luckily, it was um, luckily it was later, and a lot of that had to do with Cliff Averill his edge rush presence. Now, of course, I was going to mention Michael Bennett, but I would have to think real hard. Cliff Averill was a guy that was a legit edge rusher, especially in third down packages. So he was he was tremendous for us. So I'll say Averill. I'll say Bennett. Um, Brandon Meebane, our nose tackle, really one of the main reasons why we were able to stuff the run, uh, stuff up the run, being one of the top run defenses in the NFL for – pretty much close to a decade during the tenure of the Legion of Boom. So Brandon Meebane. And lastly, I'll throw in uh, Jeremy Lane, our slot corner um, along along the way. He was able to make some plays, make some interceptions. He actually picked off Brady uh, in the Super Bowl, in which we didn't get the ball to Marshawn Lynch. He picked (laughs) off Brady, but then like he tore it, like he broke his leg, that same play. And we lost him for the rest of that game. So not sure that would have made a difference if he would have got hurt, but uh, uh, Jeremy Lane, Brandon Meebain, and Cliff Averill are, I'll say, are the most underrated in parts of the Legion of Boom. Okay. Yeah, no, I respect it. I like those choices for sure. Uh, what do you think about Richard Sherman as an announcer, real quick? That wasn't something I had thought about asking, but what do you think about him as a commentator? When you got a guy that's entertaining off the rip, plus he has the knowledge of the game, he knows the technique of it, he knows the like the bits and pieces, the angles, the details, that makes a good commentator, especially when you're a former player. He Agreed. analyzes the game so thoroughly. Uh, from the cornerback positions, he knows what he's talking about. Plus, he has the cre- and plus he has the credibility. Most people nowadays, like they're not going to listen to anybody, whether you know what you're talking about or not. You got to have the credit. He he got he got the credit and he got the clout. He's always had the gift of gab. Now he's be able to use it to be able to t- like tell stories when broadcasting games, and uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy every bit of it. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree with you. Agree with you. It's been cool to see him go from you know, corner, one of the best corners to play the game in the modern era, honestly, to be able to make that transition to broadcaster. And just the way he restrains himself from using extreme profanity is one of the funniest things about him, like, in my That's opinion. also, like, that's for literally everybody in his profession because you're so hyped up on emotion, some things slip out. So that's why you have to train your mind uh, to know when and just, like, not say much even when your emotions are running, because you don't want to hold your emotions in when it comes to like watching sports. Right. You want to be able to do your thing. You want to be able to be who you are, but at the same time, you got to watch what you say. So you have to find a balance and a mixture 
of your emotions when you're either watching um, watching sports as a former player or just as a fan in general. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fortunately, on this show, we do not have to watch our language. So, Garrett, no, nah, I still, no, nah, I still do because if my mom finds, my, my mom finds this, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I still, ha- I still have to watch it. Okay, all right. I so try I to will... keep it pretty tame. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll let a couple slip out every now and then. Yeah, no, that's that's totally fine. Aaron and I kind of have like a PG thirteen rule. You get there. up to two f words during a show, unless you know we're, we're quoting wait, someone wait, directly. Well, hold on. We're talking like legit PG thirteen WWE version of PG thirteen, and we're talking like uh uh the new age Nickelodeon PG thirteen or um or or, or puss and boots are uh, like PG thirteen. <laughs> Bro, I don't even know how to answer that, man. I don't know how to answer that. So we'll keep our language down here. Like I said, up to two F words is usually how we I rock with you. it. But, right. you know, we just, we just have some fun. So, Garrett, I want to ask you a question that I'm sure you've heard a bazillion times as a Jaguars fan, and I do apologize for asking this. You're but good. It was the only thing that came to mind. That play back in the 2017-2018 season where the Jaguars were in the championship against the Patriots, it was blown dead. Obviously, yep. one of the worst calls Um in recent memory, in my opinion, in the playoffs. I mean, there's been some awful ones like that no call often or pass interference and, and whatnot on that. But my question to you is if the Jaguars win that game, do they go on to beat the Eagles? Do you think that they would have beat the Eagles? Because I mean, dude, as an Eagles fan, I'll let you know what I think, but I don't know. Is this is this something that you think would have ended um with the Eagles still hoisting the Lombardi trophy? Or do you think uh, you'd have one down there in Duval? That's a great question. So, I mean, at the time, that was the Saxonville era. That was Calais Campbell. That was Jalen Ramsey. That was oh, yeah. um, Trey Herndon, A.J. Boye. That was w- before Boye had his I, – I guess he kind of fell off a little bit. But, I mean, that's that happens to everybody. Let's put it this way. There was a sandwich at a restaurant in Jacksonville called the Miles Jack Wasn't Down. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That That is – I have friends who are Patriots fans. That is the one game they will never talk smack about. Jalen, I think that was the game, or that was the game I got yelled at the most for outside of that classroom. Cause I literally I had the stat, I had the highlights pulled up and I could count the holdings on New England for that entire game. Yeah. Every single one. I'm sitting and he'll bad. you remember, man, there was one where I came up ever it was like, there's a hold. There's no. a hold. No. <laughs> no. Do, it was still, it was still Balake. Here's what it was still Balake Bortles. Don't, don't you disrespect the boat like it, it that. It was sir. still Balake Bortles, man. <laughs> the boat. It was still Balake Bortles. My favorite. Yeah, you beat ben, of all yes, time, like yes, you beat Ben Roethlisberger and and Antonio Brown when he was in his prime and he had a sanity. But you were still going <laughs> against. It was still Tom. It was still Tom Brady going against Balake Bortles. That's still my favorite. It was quote. not going to happen. Did. That was still my favorite. It was quote not going to happen. There was an interview <laughs> it was with not gonna happen. the Jags, and it was Blake Bortles, who's I've met him. He's a chill, goofy dude. I love Blake, but he um I've, I've met his whole family actually just randomly and at different times. That's but um oh, it's cool. Super nice people. But um Blake was doing an interview for the AFC Championship game, and they said like, oh, he's the goat. And he goes, you know, what are you? He goes, if, if he's the goat, then you know. I'm the boat. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's where you got. All right, all right. That's that's where the boat comes from. So that's, everybody calls him the boat. Um, it's I, I love the kid. Uh, the big six five goofy dude. Um, love him. That game was over. The game was 100 percent over. That defense was phenomenal. 
the defense is what carried us through the whole thing. It was that and the fact that the offense was willing to play within its strengths. Right. That was when and that that's what helped. Like that's we've talked about this a thousand times. It was a situation to where Bortles even came out and said he goes, if I only throw the ball once or twice a game and we still win, I don't care. Yeah, it's a like, team. I'll hand the ball off every game. Like I'll every drive, I'll just give the ball to Fournette. I'll give the ball to whoever's in the backfield. If we're winning, great. I don't give shit. <laughs> that was that's the point. Here's my where's one of my two. Uh <laughs> Save, no, you can save, save the other one for later. But <laughs> we're um, things, man. The F words one I know we look out for. <laughs> but we um oh my god. So do I think we could have beat Philly? It would have been a hell of a game. I it, it depends on what Bortles showed up. I think the biggest thing for me, because I don't remember how strong Yell's defense was that year. Um, but I don't Foles was having like a <laughs> that's why we that game is why we gave Foles 60 million, and it was yeah. the dumbest thing we've ever done. Oh, it, was, it was so uh, it's behind hiring Urban Meyer. Maybe the dumbest thing. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> uh, I won't. Uh, I won't. I just have to oh, throw that out there. God. Urban Meyer was probably the dumbest decision. <laughs> oh, I, that I literally, I call. I said to everybody, as some. So again, I'm a Gator fan. I'm a Gator fan and a Georgia Southern fan. Georgia Southern first, Gator second. But I remember watching Urban not succeed after Tebow left. He did the same thing he did every single year. He was at Utah, or he was at Bowling Green. He had a scrambling quarterback, and everything went great. And then he moved. I'm going on a rabbit hole down here. Buckle up. <laughs> he was at Bowling Green, and he had a scrambling quarterback. And then he stayed there for an extra year after his quarterback left. Instead of adapt the scheme to the quarterback, he just kept him in his scheme. Didn't work out. Went to Utah. Had Alex Smith. Had Alex Smith for however long he was there. Second Alex Smith left. He stayed a year. Left to go to University of Florida, where he had Chris Leak and Tim Tebow. After Tebow, so you have five years there. And then he had one year with John Brantley as the starter, who's a pocket passing quarterback, can't run the spread option because that's not what he does. <laughs> so instead of adapt the system to the strengths of the quarterback, like a good offensive coach does, right. he just forced him to play the spread option type quarterback role. And he faltered. So Urban started having chest pains. And then a year later, he takes a job at Ohio State. <laughs> Uh, that's I'm just gonna call it like I see it, but I mean oh, that's, that's it, he comes down to Jacksonville and I'm like this isn't gonna work, and I was right. I want to be I want to be wrong, but I was right. So, but anyways, no, I think we pro- I don't know if we would have beat Philly. It would have been an incredible game. Um, the only props, uh, the only player I'll give props to on that um, Patriots team for beating the Jaguars was Stefan Gilmore on that last deep ball to Allen Robinson. It yep. was. Beautifully thrown ball, and literally, it could not have been a better defensive play. That is the only props I will ever give any Patriots player for that game because that was that's the one where I look at it and you're like, I can't be mad at that. Yeah, see, that's actually a perfect segue as we go into free agents here. Stefan Gilmore, um, to the Colts or from the Colts to the Cowboys for a fifth round draft pick. Do you think that's a steal, Jalen, or do you think do you think Gilmore's kind of washed up by now? Mm-hmm. Give me one. Give me one second. I actually posted this a while ago. Um, if you don't know, uh, I am a professional Dallas Cowboy hater. Um, I did hear cer- about that. Yeah. Yeah. Certified. Good old one star. So, okay. So I want to take a moment to talk, um, like talk to your listeners that are Cowboy haters as well. I want us to all, uh, all go ahead. Um, <laughs> let us pray for Stefan Gilmore. God, protect this man's health, <laughs> mental health, and sanity. Block him from the sickness of the Dallas Cowboy fan of uh, the Dallas Cowboys. 
We ask you to look after his mental, prevent him from falling of the illness of delusion, Lord. <laughs> Allow him to be able to like prosper through, make it there and retire with sanity in his name, God. He already has a championship. He doesn't need this, but he has another opportunity to go ahead and play the game of football. He will not win in Dallas. The expectations will be too high. And right now the fan base is already thinking that they will win the Super Bowl. Allow him to get be be able to make it through mentally through all those lofty, irrelevant cowboy fan expectations. And lastly, God, please protect the TVs around the state of Texas and the TV of Stephon Gilmore. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> amen. I- you're talking to a Philly fan right there, Jalen. I don't think he cares too much what happens in Dallas as long as it's yeah, not yeah. No, I'm I'm an Eagles fan uh, through and through, bleed green, 100. percent So that's uh, really all I got to say on the whole Dallas thing. Look, Stephon Gilmore, he still got a lot, a lot left in the tank. Not enough, not enough to give um, Dallas Dallas championship. That's enough said on that one. I, I agree with you. I don't think Dallas with Dak Prescott as the quarterback is going to have no. enough to win a championship. No. And Jerry Jones is the not 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 even to beat not even to beat y'all. I actually got to give y'all a lot of credit. I think y'all gonna, I think y'all are going to be doing the right thing with uh with my name hurts uh, Jalen hurts my guy uh from Alabama yeah. and Oklahoma love him man. We, uh, both fan player. bases claim him he claims us we claim him so there's no beef with, uh, so there's no beef outside of people that don't like neither Oklahoma nor Alabama so that's that um I think with all the people that are leaving Philly, I mean, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter that are questioning, saying, like, the Chiefs broke Philly. I don't see that. I mean, you look no. at the guys that love, most of them were already aging. Miles Sanders was a was a productive running back, but right. he wasn't the end-all, be-all. And right. looking at the position that y'all are in this draft, I think y'all got two first-round picks. Yep. There's, a, yeah. there's a possibility y'all might get – and this is supposed to be a deep, uh, deep talented cornerback draft – there's a good possibility y'all might get one of those corners. Y'all might get like a star. Y'all might get a stud running back, or y'all could get like um or an elite D tackle. So y'all are really in a good position. I I just think y'all are on the tra- uh, y'all are on a train of just stacking up with young talent rather than just a bunch of old heads. No, I I like the way the way you look at that. You know, Miles Sanders went to the Panthers. Um, so I mean, I'm gonna root for him down there 100%. Panthers. We'll we'll see what happens with that them getting that first round pick. Uh, one thing I was surprised that James Bradbury re-signed with the Eagles. He is chasing a Super Bowl. He said he got better offers, but he signed for for three years, thirty eight mil. They just got I think Fletcher it was a good signing. He he had a career year. I think I believe he had a career year last year, or possibly second best. I agree. No, I definitely agree that it was. He's worth the money for sure, and I'm glad that we brought him back. They just cut Darius Slay. Some people are thinking that they they might sign him, kind of like last year. I'm hoping that my Seahawks might get him. Um. Uh, pair him along with Tariq Woolen, be a good mentor for oh. um, for Woolen. Plus, yeah. like he got chemistry with Quandre Diggs. I think it would be a good fit, or, like a, a bit of an improvement. So my fan base wants him. I don't hate it, but I would much rather draft one of these kids coming into the draft because, like Jalen said, this is a deep draft for defensive right. back. But there's a lot of guys who were you know, who showed out and all the defensive backs look really, really good. But I think Slay, it depends if he's petty or not. Okay. If he's petty, if he's petty, I mean, I could see him stay in the NFC. I could see him go, honestly, if he wants a bag, I'd go to the Bears. There might be another one. I could see him going home to Atlanta. Hmm, That's fair. 
Okay. They did just sign Jesse Bates. I just I they think got the mon- they got money the right now, and if you see the moves that Atlanta's been making in free agency uh, during the offseason, I mean, I won't be surprised. You need somebody on the opposite side of uh, AJ Terrell. Uh, because if you look at the situation with the Falcons or just about all the teams in the NFC, in the NFC South, literally anybody can make the playoffs in that division. Facts. Facts. So, JD, you and I were talking about this before. As of right um, now, the Gordon. NFC South, unlike uh, our playoff contenders, because that division is that bad. Yeah. What I will say, here's what I will say too about that. I, it, I think the Bears are closer than the Falcons. I think the only thing stopping the Falcons is, uh, Arthur Smith. Because that offense is anemic. I mean, you're using Kyle you Pitts as a blocking hand. I, I give you 30 or 40% Arthur Smith. What's been my philosophy? The quarterback is responsible 60 to 70% of all results. Arthur Smith got two more years to prove himself. Two? First year, yeah, okay. yeah, because uh, what's what's the thing with coaches? The window with coaches. The rule of threes. Yep, three-year rule. No, no, no. Three-year rules for, for, um, for first-time coaches. Four-year rule for experience um, for experienced coaches. Arthur Smith is an experienced coach. He knows what he's doing. He know what he's doing. The thing you had kid don't didn't know what he was doing. He like he had a very short window. And plus the circumstances with Arthur yeah, Smith, right. he had a four, he had a four-year window. Now, if he makes a playoff, he has he has some more years to the, uh, to that window. Right now, all the Falcons fans that I've been talking to, they're gonna stick with they're gonna stick with Ritter. They're gonna give him a shot. I, I st- I'm still a th- I'm still gonna be one of the outside people looking in, and I'm like, you sure you don't want Lamar? <laughs> I mean, you ain't got to give up a king's ransom, but like you could give up something. Like you need something. You need a spark. You need the shift. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Ritter is the type of guy that's gonna move a needle. Lamar Jackson I, is one of those types that move a needle heavy like don't, that. Don't be disrespecting Ritter like that now. Like I said, dog, I don't see, I don't see a whole lot out of him, and I get it. We only seen him in four games, but I'm all, I even looked at preseason. I'm like, and I'm even going back when he was at Cincinnati. I didn't see, he didn't impress me a whole lot. Yeah, I saw dog at Cincinnati. I see dog, but I didn't see that. That's fair. I saw dog, but I ain't see that. I didn't. I, and, uh, but, but what I mean by that, I mean he's like that. Hey, we'll wait and see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But this I is mean, also why I see Slay going to the Bears because Justin Fields has dog and he has that. No, that D A T. That. <laughs> if you're gonna have another word with the letter D in it and a D and A, get it, put it all together. JD, you and I were talking about this. Jalen, you and I have talked about this a thousand times. Leave Justin Fields alone. Yes. Yep. <laughs> build around that man alone. Build, build, build yep. around him because here's the thing. And, That's what um, they're doing. And my and my dog and my dog with brutally honest, like he could agree with this. When y'all when y'all drafted Jalen Hurts, yep. Philly fans yep. knew exactly what he uh, what he was yep. at the beginning. But you also knew he was going to work his butt off to improve the game. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. what did you do? You stacked you stacked up weapons. And you built a scheme around him, and you got a coach that was gonna believe in him. Look where it got you. Got it got you to the end. It got you an NFC championship and a Super Bowl appearance. Right, Good chance absolutely. y'all can make it back again. The thing with the Browns are they got to one. You got to have a coach that's gonna believe in Justin Hurts. Not not Justin Hurts. Justin Fields. You have to have a you have to have a coach that's gonna believe in him. One. Number two. He got to try. He got he got to improve. In all aspects of the game, that's on that's on fields. He got to be able to do that. Three, you must be able to be, you you must be able to one get him help. Two, build a scheme build a scheme around his strength. 
you have to be able to do that in order for uh, in order for him and the Bears to succeed. Because you got to protect them. You got to stack up some weapons. I think you did a pretty good job getting DJ Moore. You get you still got Darnell Mooney and you got Chase Claypool. So you got the weapons part. You got to fix the offensive line. You got to improve it. You got to be able to do that. Your defense is not going to be as bad as it was last year. You look at the moves that are made. I think Chicago can improve, but in order for them to really take it to another level, Justin Fields has got to improve as a passer. He's got to improve as a runner. He's got to improve as an overall quarterback. But the scheme has got to end it. But the scheme, you got you got to see a scheme. It can't just right. be like here's the ball, take us there. It, you don't win. You don't win championships like that, and you don't even compete for championships like that. So that's pretty much what it is with Chicago. But he's also got to improve. And here's the other thing, and this is also a red flag that a lot of Bears fans got. He said he don't like the weather and they should build a dome. Uh, <laughs> Chicago fans don't like that. They're already building a new stadium, though. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard about that. They've already bought the land. It's done. It, it's it's happening. Yeah, there so, won't be a dome. That, but that, it's that, that, like that's my thing. Okay, when they announced with the like the new stadium, here's my thing. Did did he make those comments after it came or before? I think it was before. no idea. <laughs> I think it was before. That's something to look at. <laughs> Uh, but overall, I think. Um, but overall, I get why. Um, I, yeah, Chicago followed the plan that Philly did with building around Fields. On um, what what Philly did with building around Hurts, do the same thing for Fields. It ain't got to be the exact same thing, but it's got to be something sim. It's got to be something similar that fits his strength. Something as well, like they did down Miami with. Uh... Tagovailoa, where they brought in, you know, like they already had Waddle and they brought in uh, the Cheetah and stuff like that, and they kind of worked that out. And unfortunately, with all the, the concussions, we didn't get to see. Good chance they could get hot. hot. Yeah, right, right, exactly. And, I mean, what do you guys think? I know, like, Aaron and I talked about this on our last show, but real quick, I wanted to bring up, what do you guys think of uh, Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey? I know you being a Jaguars fan, fan Garrett, do you think that uh, Ramsey going to the Dolphins was was the right move for them? I, I don't know about the right move for them. I think the Rams dumped some cap. Uh, they got a pick that they lost. It was, I mean, I, I think. Remember the, the Rams Dolphins, said F them picks. The Dolphins yep. just fleeced the Rams. I mean, that's kind of where I'm they at. I mean, that, what the Rams? What the Rams had? To, what the Rams had to do? What the Rams had to give? Rams got what? Rams gave up Ramsey, and then they got Dolphins a tie, They got up. a. They got a third. They got a third, third string tight third end. Third string tight end. Yeah. And uh, so, like, yeah, like, and a third Ram- round pick. I think round pick, the Rams didn't have yeah. no. The Rams didn't really didn't have no choice. I think the, Ram- the only thing was for like them was do whatever you can to make sure Rams ain't, ain't, ain't in the NFC. This trade is it's not the worst trade I've seen. That's still DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. That was the oh dude, idea. oh dude. That, that's your boy, Jalen. That's Bill um, O'Brien. <laughs> that's your boy. Shoot. Sometimes, sometimes the greatest of all time makes mistakes. I think with Ramsey, I think it's a good move for the Dolphins. You need extra help with Byron, like with uh Byron Jones having be having injury problems. Mm-hmm. You be able to like be have him, like have Ramsey on the other side. Plus, Ramsey can play in every part of the defensive back position. Yeah. So he can play. He can play. Xavier Howard and Javon Holland too. Yeah. So that like, second is gonna be nasty. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be exactly. nasty. They like, but they need uh their front seven to be able to gain some type of um some type of pressure and not rely on blitz packages. You could make a strong case, barring to his health. The Dolphins can win the, and win the division next year. You could literally put them over the Bills right now because if you look at that you know, that playoff game, 
If Tua plays, oh, I believe yeah. the Dolphins win. I agree. Because you saw what That's how Tua fair. played in snow. It was clear. On that, and we'll, yeah, that's again why I think the Bears. Before I get into defenses, uh, JD, I got a question for you on this one. Yeah, no problem. And Jalen, you as well. I know y'all talked about the Niners' defense with the Dolphins taking on Jalen Ramsey. Do you which defense do you think is scarier now? Because I know the or I know the Niners just the Winers. Sorry, let me let me correct myself there. Forty Niners, Forty Winers, as Aaron calls. They just yeah, they just lost uh, Jimmy Ward, who was an integral part of that secondary. Who do you think has the better defense? Do you think it's the Niners or do you think it's the Dolphins? Jalen, what about you? Niners. Yeah, yeah, I'm still, I'm still going Niners. San Fran. I mean, Niners. yeah, Jimmy Ward's. They got, part of they that. got Nick Bosa. The and, Dolphins do not. Yep. They and got they also, Javon Hargraves. Exactly. The Dolphins do not. They still got Eric Armstead. The Dolphins do not. They still got, Javon, they still got Javon Kinlaw. The Dolphins mm-hmm. do not. You see one? Green. They got, they got Green Red Law Warner. Warner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Warner. Green Law. And Green Law. The Dolphins do not. You see where I'm going with this. D'Amico is gone, mm-hmm. so the play caller that's going to be in there for the defense, he got like he got a bunch. He got a bunch of toys. He got a bunch of tools. Can you work with them? We're going to find out. But overall, by talent wise, Dol- like Niners still got the best defense. That's yeah. Fair. Now the Dolphins got a better secondary, but the Niners got a best. De- uh, but the Niners got a better defense as a whole. It- you don't need quite as good of a secondary if you're getting that much pressure that, that the 49ers exactly. do. You can't you get throw the, the ball quarterback. Your asses in the dirt. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But I just want to go real quick back to the, the NFC South. You know, uh, Garrett, you and I were talking about this off air um, with with Derek Carr going to, to the Saints. The Saints just added Jamal Williams <laughs> on a three-year deal. What do you guys think about the Saints as far as their offense looks? I mean, I – and, you know, also with – and I'll throw Jimmy G in here just so we can kind of tie this together a little bit. Like, Jimmy G going to the Raiders, what does that look like? Do you feel like the Saints are going to make a big step? I mean, are the Raiders going to take a, take a step back? Like, no. what do you guys think about that situation? I mean, they did just get Jacoby Myers as well out there in Las Vegas. I, so Nobody is really taking a step. I think the biggest thing that's going to hold them back – the most telling thing for me with Jamal Williams being signed is because, correct me if I'm wrong, but Kamara is still under investigation by the league for that incident that happened a year or two ago. Yeah, where one of his guys, him and his one of his guys beat somebody up uh, allegedly. I don't want to get uh, I don't uh, that get video. Sh- that video shows it pretty, pretty. Uh, I know, but I still want to say uh, I still want to say allegedly because I mean, you look at Favre and McAfee and all that situation. Yeah, which, right, right. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> uh, your your old friend James Robinson, he going to New England. <laughs> Two years, eight mil. I love James. I love James Robinson, man. That dude is a. Do you talk about a dog? With the Jamal Williams signing, that makes me think that the Saints know something is about to happen to Kamara. I agree. They don't know how long he's going to be gone, but he's going to be gone. And that'll be interesting to see for me. Basically like a a safety net. Yeah. If if the slant god can stay healthy, Mr. Thomas can stay healthy. And then, uh, you know, with Chris Olave down there, I mean, oh, is a – Olave's with the Saints and Wilson's with the Jets, right? Correct. Exactly yeah, right? it's Olave with the Saints, okay. Wilson yeah. with the Jets, London with the Falcons. Both dogs. But if you've got, yeah, you've got Olave down there. I mean, they'll be all right. I don't think they're going to change the world. I think Derek Carr is still him and Rogers to me are a toss up, just as where they're at in their careers. Um, I think out of the two options, which I mean, we'll we'll get into Rogers in a little bit. I I think Carr was the better choice just because they're both aging quarterbacks and you can pay Carr a whole lot less than you can pay or pay Rodgers just because Rodgers comes with the previous pedigree. Right. Um, but 
you know, I think the Saints offense is going to be meh. I think the Raiders offense is going to be meh because they just traded Darren Waller, which was the boneheadest of bonehead moves. <laughs> yeah, um, the 100th pick in the draft. Yeah, Waller's gone. Uh, Renfro's still there, right? I believe so. Yeah, Renfro's still so, there. Yeah. I mean, you talking about Ra- Ra- Raiders? Yeah, Renfro and Adams are still there. They still got one of the only guys in the NFL with a hairline that's as bad as mine. Um, you've got Bro, that joke was old. He'd been at Clemson, he was at Clemson for eight years. <laughs> he, he was a and he kept torturing and he kept torturing and he kept torturing my tide, man. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus. Look, I mean, because McDaniels is calling the plays and because the defense for some reason isn't there, I mean, the D line is there. You have Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, there's no reason why you shouldn't be getting pressure. But the secondary is not where it needs to be in o- or Vegas. Sorry, not Oakland, Vegas. No, that's and cool. that's- I do that kind of stuff all the time. I still say the Redskins by mistake here and there. So we'll be, I'll get canceled eventually for that. <laughs> but Man, I, won't got- go that, I won't go that far. It's, it's like uh, somebody in the office, <laughs> oh, you will be see- receiving an email from yeah, right, right. sometime Monday morning. We call them the, yeah. the Commodores or the, or the Commies. It's, it's generally I, 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 his name. I, 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 you would with that I have no ridiculous with, mascot? I, I don't have no problem with like with the name Commanders. My only thing was, yeah. uh, my only thing was I kind of wish they would have gone red. Tales just based off of a fight or flight movie, but to go on like what y'all said about oh, what you're talking about, I like with that. The Saints. I like that. I see, I know what movie you're referencing. That's a good yeah. movie. I, I never seen it, but anyway, um, going on with Saints with Derek Carr, he's had weapons before. Basically, I would say he's a more athletic version of Matt Ryan at this point, with just without the accolades. He's a guy that has tremendous arm strength, he can win you some games. Uh, does he move the needle? Not that much. Uh, I still go. I still go back to that. With him, I think with the Saints, they they desperately needed a quarterback. They needed a guy. They needed a guy that can one be there, two have the experience enough to like know what he's doing and to be able to win you games. Derek Carr can do that. You got uh, like for Saints fans, they got to manage their expectations. Understand what you have. You have a good offensive line. You might not have your best running back, but that's why you went out and go get Jamal Williams, who led the NFL, who had who broke Barry Sanders' rush, uh, like touch, rushing touchdown record. Dennis Pretty Allen's cool, going yeah. into uh, Dennis Allen's going into his second year. You have weapons with Chris Olave. I think Jarvis Landry is still there. I'm not sure. I, I forgot how long that contract was, but you still got him. Um, I think they got another Callaway dude that's on there. Plus, like they got a bunch of other, they got a bunch of other weapons at the tight end position. Marcus Callaway, yeah. Jawan Johnson just resigned. Yeah, Ju- yeah. So like you have that, and they can produce. You're in a weak division. Expectations are not that high. We're gonna call it like I see it. The reason why yeah. I ain't mentioned Michael Thomas. Look, here's the thing. He was out with a toe injury. Brian Robinson got shot. Came back and <laughs> came back in five and came back in five games. Yeah. Yeah, I heard you so, say that. On your, I heard you say that on your last episode. So like, when I heard that, man, I'm still ride. I'm still ride with that. But uh, like with Mike Thomas, look, if he's healthy and he plays, he still can't guard Mike. He's still he's still a top ten receiver. But that's yet to be seen. But Chris Olave showed a lot of promise along with Jarvis Landry. It's just like they had an they had inconsistency at quarterback. Right. Derek Carr, I believe, can bring inconsistency. So I think that's what they really need right now, and then they just build from there. My only thing, my only thing with the Saints right now, their defense is not going to be the same as it was before. No, they just gave away half of it. <laughs> they gave away half of it because there was a whole lot of cap issues that's going into it. Now I think they're going to try to load up on the draft, 
but are you going to be able to get the right guys that's going to fit? You still got Cam Jordan. He's still going to wreak havoc, and he's still going to have it. He's still going to have like uh more than two sacks against the Atlanta Falcons. That's a given. That's just like like it's death <laughs> taxes and Cam Jordan second or whoever the quarterback is for the Falcons. <laughs> that's how the game. That's how that's how the game go. But uh, I think the Saints are going to take a step back on defense. I think they're going to improve a little bit on offense. The division is a toss up right now. But like right. with Derek Carr, he brings consistency and he gives you a chance to win uh, in the in the NFC South. I think he's the best quarterback in that division right now, which really ain't saying much. Right. For sure. For sure. Facts on that. Got a quick hitter for you, Garrett. Sam Darnold out in uh, San Francisco or Baker or Baker Mayfield down in Tampa. Who has a better season statistically from the quarterback position? I'm I'm not so I'm not looking at you know who has a better defense. I'm not looking at who you know what I mean like who necessarily statistically. That's all. You you just leave it at there. Yeah. Who do you think statistically who who puts on a better show, Baker or Baker or Sam Darnold? Baker. Baker Baker for the sole reason of Darnold still sees ghosts. I think. no, um, there, that ain't my reason. Callback. That's not my reason. Here's the reason why but I say I'll, Donald. I don't think Donald is going to play a whole lot. No, I, I think Donald is in there as insurance in case Trey Lance can't hold it down until because they're come saying back. that. Yeah, they're saying that Brock's coming back midseason. Yeah, right. So they're my thoughts on that is they just have a backup plan in case Trey can't hold it down. A backup Baker's backup gonna, plan. Yeah, Baker's going to be the starter. There's something out in San Francisco that just hurts quarterbacks for some reason. There's something in the air out there. I don't it's know a curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody said it was a curse. Pa- uh, past I mean, Joe Montana or something like that, or Steve Young past Steve, Steve Young. Like what have they got yeah. since then? You know. Oh yeah, Jalen, I agree with you, man. I think it's Baker. I know it's also because Baker just plays fearless. It's either Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. Right. And last time I checked, Kyle Pitts and last time I checked, Kyle Pitts is in uh, is in Atlanta. <laughs> Careful. Or not. Careful. I love I love Trask now. Don't don't be going after my boy. I don't have to. Will Anderson's already done that. <laughs> Boom. Fair. <laughs> You're throwing haymakers now, man. <laughs> You're right. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. I think it'll be interesting to see how uh, how Baker plays down there. I mean, I like Mayfield. I- I've been rooting for him the entire time. Um, I respect the kid. I think it'll be interesting to see him play against the Panthers twice. I think that'll be fun. Um, well, I think honestly, I think he'll light him up, but uh, I-, I could be wrong on that. But, well, um, it's going to be hard to when you. It's going to be hard not to when you have uh, Godwin and Evans. I mean, it, look, Mike Evans made Johnny Manziel look good, and we can leave it at that. Yeah, right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> if you can make Johnny Manziel look good. You're a good receiver. Yeah, man. One more guy. I just I did want to talk about, and it's just as much for the entertainment factor. Um, Juju is is moving on from from Kansas City, <laughs> and. Um, you know, I posted this on Twitter. He's going from playing with the fun-loving co- uh, coach and the, the best quarterback on the planet to playing with a grumpy old man and Mac Jones, who's a whiny baby at quarterback. So, hey, 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 I'll gun for Mac. I'll gun for Mac. Okay, all right. Let's he go. almost got be- he almost got taken over by Bailey Zappi. That Just wasn't his fault. I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming Just Mac for that. Dog, his thing. What would you do? If you had a big bearded losing defensive coordinator at your OC and you had a special team guy that got fired from the Giants as your DC. Now you got a big baby who gave away one of the best receivers in the league for a bag of flaming hot Cheetos, basically. Wait, who? Bill O'Brien is the New England Patriots offensive coordinator. Bro, that's an upgrade. I'm going to be honest with you. Not much. No, it's it's somebody that actually knows what to do as an OC. 
Ask Bryce Young if it's an upgrade. Bro, look, this thing. For Alabama, we hate him. But for New England, and at least give Mac Jones a real offensive coordinator, whether good or bad, is better than Matt Patricia. So, so do you think uh, with the addition of uh, Patri- or I'm sorry, the addition of O'Brien and the addition of Schuster, do you think Mac Jones takes a huge step forward from his rookie year? Because remember, he, he had a decent rookie season. Do you think he, he takes a step? Forward? I think no. the biggest thing he improves on he improves better than next year than last year. That's the biggest thing. I think with Bill O'Brien, that's an easy margin. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. That's what I'm saying. Because a lot of people like you want to say he complains about dog. It was bad last year with the Patriots. It was bad. Yeah, that and was. like um people, and then like the whole Bailey Zappy thing, man. That was like that was an anomaly. That wasn't even real. I know I wasn't even worried about that. You mean it wasn't real. It was not real. He was not like that. He made a few plays. Cool. Once the once the film got out, that was it. Mac Jones. Right. We seen flashes of him. Here's what. Here's how you win with Mac Jones. Look what Alabama did. Stack of weapons, have an OC, have a game plan and consistency, see if you could try to develop some chemistry with OC, and then go to work from there. Juju, that's a step. Juju ain't like uh, – Juju is a really good number two. After Matt Jones been with, uh, been with, uh, with New England for about two, um, for two seasons, having nothing but number three type receivers, Juju's an upgrade. It ain't that much. Up- you think he's an upgrade from Jacoby Myers? Yeah. I'll give you that. Myers makes some plays, but he's a th- he's a, he's a, he's a uh, he's a wide receiver three. I'll give you that. You still got I him, think, but like I said, the game plan, the schemes of last year, it was bad. I think Mac is at his ceiling. Oh, I think Mac is at his okay. ceiling right now because if you look at his stats versus last year, he played three less games, uh, one less games, but his completion percentage was sixty five percent versus sixty seven. 3,000 yards. He was three yards off from 3,000. I'm calling it 3,000 yards. I don't give a shit. Um, 3,000 <laughs> yards versus 3,800 yards. 14 touchdowns versus 22 touchdowns. Um, and 11 interceptions versus 13 interceptions. He had uh, less, uh, like a percentage less for a touchdown percentage and the exact same interception percentage. He's stagnant, man. It's at his ceiling. He's a 3,500, 3,600 yards per game. He's a game manager. He's already at his peak. <laughs> he's no, not gonna we get knew, we knew that. No, I yeah. know, but that's what I'm saying. Like he, he didn't when you look at it, his stats last year, he was on pace to do everything he did last year versus the year before. He's not gonna get any better. He's he's where he's at. Mac Jones is at his height. Here's my thing though. You can still win with that. I'm not saying you can't win. I'm saying that's the Mac main goal. Like you better. need look, my thing is this if you got a guy that can make that can lower down mistakes, manage the game and win. That's all you really need. We know how Bill Belichick works. He don't want flashiness. He, he don't want spectacular. Mistakes, he made the same amount of mistakes. Dog, you had a DC as an OC. <laughs> and, the I'm D- not and, and the DC came from Detroit. <laughs> the DC JD, was Matt you, Patricia. JD, do you see why Jalen and I got yelled at outside of that classroom at Southern? <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, this is quite entertaining. Quite entertaining. Both, both from an audio standpoint and then I'm being not, on a Zoom call, I'm being able to see. Gonna, I'm not going to ridicule Mac Jones for that. No, nah, I'm hungry for blood. Let's go. If I'm going to if he, if he had, look, here's the thing. If he had an OC last year and he played as bad, I'll give you that. But his OC was Matt Patricia. I'm calling it now. It's not going to get statistically. He is going to be, if he's better, it's a 
fraction. Is, I think the fact is almost, better. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying like a hundred. I'm not saying he's gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he's gonna improve. He's gonna get better. Dude, I'm talking better than like last year. I'm talking like an extra 10 passes he completed. I think the record's going to be the same. It, it won't be the same, but I think he's going to be – they're still a 10-win team. Right. They're going 10-7. and They'll be a wild-card team maybe. They're going to be exactly what they were his rookie year. He's not going to be anything better. He won't progress. He will stay stagnant. Right, bet. I think, honestly, the the uh, Patriots we'll have see. a very good chance of finishing fourth in the, fourth in the, the division next year. <laughs> they, and they, uh, I think they could be better. Well, I mean, they might be better, but you know, the Dolphins are going to be better. Look, uh, look at look at that division Bills. as a whole. The Bill, the Bills are the Bills. They're um, but they're too inconsistent. Not to mention they lost a lot of guys. Losing Tremaine, losing Tremaine Edmonds, that's going to pay. Also, the Bills can't run the ball. They got running backs, but you can't run the ball heavy like that. With Miami, it's to his health. Right. With um, with the Jets, that's going to be uh. That's that mushroom taken, ayahuasca drinking. That's what I was coordinator going. yelling. That, Dark throat. I think the Patriots. I think they're gonna be fine. Whether they finish last or not, I don't. I see them being better than the Jets. And, and that's exactly what I wanted to move into. Um, <laughs> the biggest news of of today, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers going on the Pat McAfee show. I know we were going back oh, and forth go. about this, Garrett. I have some quotes written down here. Just, oh, I mean, excited. as I was. I was always watching that show. So this is going to be a bit of hype. The F words might come out now. So hide your kids, hide your wife, uh, hide your grandma or your mom, uh, Jalen. You don't want her to hear it. My apologies ahead of time. But, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, going on stop there. you know, we uh, man goes in, he goes on that four day retreat, darkness, you know, retreat and, you know, training to stay in a New York apartment. What's that? Training to stay in a New York apartment. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, uh, he, you know, he goes in there. He says that he was 90% toward retirement going in. I'm sorry. Yeah, 90% toward retirement going in there and 10% playing. And he comes out and, you know, obviously he's playing. He announced that he's going to, you know, he intends to go to the New York Jets. But apparently the only thing holding that back as of this point is they're trying to work out the details between the Packers and the Jets. Will intention, the intention become a reality? Just answer me this quick, fellas. Is he going to be in a New York Jets uniform? come this he, this yeah he he's will gonna, yeah he's gonna do it he's, he he's either the jets or green bay what he did was he just forced green bay's hand and the jets have been doing everything to bring in his favorite weapons they brought in lazard didn't they sign Cobb or something potentially i, I want to give you yeah. a metaphor real quick if you ever seen family matters here's here's the situation <laughs> let's go i love that show <laughs> right now gudikins and all the packer fans are are carl winslow while Aaron Rodgers is Steve Urkel, and like Carl <laughs> is constantly telling Urkel to get out, get out, get out, get out. Aaron Rodgers is like Steve saying, I don't have to take this. I'm going home. <laughs> That's what we got right now with the Green Bay and Packers. He, he and ruins the Green Bay Green franchise Bay, in his last done. year and says, did I do that? <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously. Uh, it's just Brett Favre 2.0. Green, Green, Green Bay. Brett <laughs> 2.0. No, no, no. no. So, like his thing. Favre, uh, Favre did, it a southern, uh, did it a southern boy way. He's doing this a slick California uh, West Coast He's type doing this way. West Coast way. This is a West Coast style. You're not going to catch a dude from the South doing, doing the type of stuff that what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Hell no. Oh, man. Now, one of my favorite uh, – well, I'm going to ask you this. If, if I – these words, I love direct communication, 
Do you think that those words would have ever come out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth? And if they if they have, you call cap. Cap. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because oh, he's not cap. communicating direct right now. He's going through his Close best cap. friend on a podcast to talk cap about son. how he like, Close caption. Look, I heard cool. that, bro. The, a direct quote. Oh my god. I love direct communication. He was talking about oh, dude. They were talking, he's dude. talking about. Oh my goodness. Oh my go ahead, Garrett. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I hate this dude. Captain I, okay. Crunch. You <laughs> JD, you Crunch. and I were talking about this. So, like to a point before he lost his mind, I respected some of the things he was saying of how you know you can't people were talking about how you know he doesn't respond to any hype, he just ignores everything, or he just you know points out a few certain things here. He's there, living in his great. own world, man. You can't go after every single criticism. However, you're about to go to a city that is going to you ain't got no you power alive you have They're, no power I bro, he's green wait. bay you have power with the on the medium they will Let's, do what you say he's just prepping for after his career you know like lebron went out to play in la so that he could do the the movie thing you know uh a rod's just going up to new york so he could be on broadway as soon as he retires man he already got the drama <laughs> great actor you know? case in point yeah. To show you how how hardcore the New York media is. Oh my goodness! Who man. remembers who leaked the tattoo that Rex Ryan had when he was the Jets coach? It was the New York media, if I remember correct, that he had a tattoo of his wife wearing a Mark Sanchez jersey. What? That, that's what they. Oh yeah, no, look it up. That's a thing. I don't that's remember that. What, I remember that because that was hilarious to me because I I remember seeing that as a headline on ESPN. I'm like, why? Why are we talking about? Who cares? But that's what the New York media can do, and I, I respect it. You will hide nothing from the New York media. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun to watch. Is, is I ayahuasca think, illegal in New York? I don't think so. I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. You won't be able to do it there, but you can do it somewhere else. Yeah, right. You have enough money, it's, you can do it, it anywhere. Here's my, here, I'm going to get to football on this one. You sign it, you're potentially going to sign Randall Cobb. You already signed like Alan Lazar to a four-year deal. Like Their options of getting like – the list that he got uh, with Mercedes Lewis and um, Odell Beckham Jr., that's insane. Um, here's my thing. I wonder how, like, Garrett Wilson um, and the offense feels right now. Or, like, Roger nobody – or, like, heck, even Robert Sala, who's a defensive-minded coach, but he's the head coach. I wonder how he's feeling um, feeling about this. Like, we haven't heard anything from them, especially, like, Garrett. He hasn't been on social media or posting anything. So, my only thing is – Garrett Wilson had a like a really good rookie season. He shouldn't have won yeah. rookie of the year. That should have yeah. been Kenneth Walker, but that's just me. But like, <laughs> you want to be able to improve and some and like submit yourself being as one of the top tier running back um, wide receivers in the league. And usually, when you got um, a well accomplished quarterback, you're supposed to improve. I got a feeling he's going to take a down like a down year now, unless Aaron Rodgers does with him like he did with Devontae Adams. Then like we're gonna see something we're gonna see something special and something fun, but I doubt we're gonna see that because we saw like during the off season, Aaron Rodgers don't like work I'm working with young guys no more. Like that's, Rodgers, that's where he's at. I have to Rodgers, disagree with. Go ahead, sorry, I, I didn't mean to catch you off. No worries, no worries. I have to disagree with you on that. I think with having Hackett up there in New York and Rodgers then bringing in Lazard, I think that Garrett Wilson, uh, Garrett Wilson will probably take a step forward. Honestly, I mean because you're stepping into a uh, with a quarterback who already knows the offense, you know, with Hackett, you're bringing in another guy who's already played with Rogers. It's not going to, you know, he has all that talent. He's used to catching passes from 
dog shit. Let's be honest here. You know, no offense to Mike White, but you know, he's used to catching passes from guys who shouldn't be playing football. Zach Wilson. I mean, the, what, what was that quote Zach Wilson had? What was the that quote real... Wilson had, fellas? Uh, you guys seen that, right? I'm gonna make your life a living hell. With yeah. what? <laughs> Jet sign with um, Here's what. Here's here's how I put it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I have a better chance of seeing Aaron Rodgers gain control of the New York media than I do than I would allow him to have his mother show up anywhere near the Jets <laughs> facility. <laughs> Everyone, keep your moms away from Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh he is goodness. a he is a true mother effer. <laughs> Like here's like here's the thing when like, here's the thing with Zach Wilson one thing we will give him credit for he is a he is an mf'er he's so, a certified <laughs> legitimate oh, yeah I mean, like God. if you his... like if you can't cuss around your family just say like you Zach Wilson oh <laughs> Zach Wilson <laughs> that's kidding that's, that's about getting as used. insulting as that's about as insulting as you can get to to our listeners they know how much I extremely dislike Zach Wilson he should be he's down a golfing. He should be down golfing somewhere. He's a Zach he's Wilson. He's absolute he, trash. He's a Zach Wilson, Wilson and Manziel have the same level of talent. They're the same guy. Yes, but so, one gets yes, but one gets caught partying too much. The other one is like you know getting busy <laughs> with moms. That, that's a different kind of party. <laughs> I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw. That's in, a mature. Uh, hey, that's a mature party. <laughs> if you know what I mean. That's a mature God. party. So, oh, this is a this is okay. a rabbit hole. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was going to say, to go a little bit further down that rabbit hole, uh, what's more likely to happen? Uh, Aaron Rodgers trying a new um, hallucinogenic in New York or Zach Wilson pulling somebody else's mom? Mom. <laughs> Garrett, yeah, what do you think? Uh, I'm Zach, Will- Zach Wilson's that mf <laughs> He's that Zach Wilson. He's that Zach Wilson. Oh, man. Uh, I had to ask. I had to ask. Oh, so. you good. But no, I, I think Jim and I are, are – Buddy Jim, I'm a fan of the band. I know JD, you and I talk about him all the time. He's a hilarious dude. But Absolutely. he, him and I were going back and forth about this. And we, everybody called this from the jump. And I've been saying it for weeks. The only thing that Rogers has to do on the Brett Favre uh, cover show tour is retire again, go to the Vikings, retire again, and steal a bunch of money from the people of his home state after a scandal that we will not get into. If that happens, you can't make this up. Alleged, allegedly. No. You can't make allegedly. this up. Allegedly. Sorry, Brett Favre, don't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, allegedly. But the, if you look at his stats, he has had, statistically, he has had his worst year since 2010. Well, but here's the thing: his stats are also like better than what most quarterbacks have ever had in their career. So, like, yeah. that's, that 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 says that says a lot, even though it, even though we're talking about his standards. The defense, I think Rodgers. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. I was gonna say the defense with the New York Jets is going to give Rodgers the ball enough where he doesn't have to put up those jaw dropping stats. Honestly, I mean, they're gonna have enough three and outs, um, force you know, you know, enough turnovers that. Rodgers is going to need to put up all those all those type numbers, honestly, and, and they'll still win games. But he has to trust Garrett Wilson. If he doesn't trust Garrett Wilson and he just sticks with the other guys, he's going to do the same thing he did with Romeo Dobbs and all these other young receivers and Christian Watson. If he doesn't build a rapport with them early, he doesn't throw to them. If they drop the ball once, Valdez Scantley's talked about it. Other receivers from the Green Bay Packers have talked about it. If you drop the ball once or twice or let him down once, he's not looking your way again for weeks. You can't have that in New York. The thing I hate the most about Rodgers, 
it should be team over me. For him, it's me over team. And I understand this is a business, but case in point, with the end, with the end goal of every season as a if, – if you were a professional quarterback, J.D., Jalen, if you were a professional uh, quarterback or any form of professional athlete or whatever, what is your goal at the end of the day? Is it to be the best player in the league or to get a fucking championship? Championship. Um, Championship. I'm going for championship. They're already James making because so you want to be you want to be submitted with one of the greats. Here's the thing, Aaron exactly. Rodgers. Here, here, here's the thing. Who why, cares about MVPs? I want rings. <laughs> but here's here's the thing though. With Aaron Rodgers, he's already in the conversation as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's oh, in, he, he, like, he, he's in the con- he's in the wrong conversation. You're in the wrong conversation if you're saying no, no, that. No, here's the thing. <laughs> he got the he got the ring, which means he can be in the door. He could be there. Yeah, he got one. He could be in the. He could be in there. He got the one. He still got the one. You could be in there. He mm-hmm. could get his foot in the door. He's wall I mean, sitting. Now he could take about like a couple of feet away from the wall, but he's still close to the wall. That's what I. <laughs> that's what I'm referring to. We know he's not with. We know he's nowhere with Brady Montana. Uh, uh, Brady Montana. Steve Young. No, he, he, we know that. Say what you want. He ain't even with Patrick Mahomes right now. No, not no, even close. He's not. He, not close. He, he's not. He's not even there right now. He's gotten the MVPs, and he does have a championship on his resume. He's still in that conversation, and he's mm. and not to mention he's had a lot of great he's had a lot of great moments. I understand like oh, what absolutely. he's doing off, off the field. It's a big headache, and what he did last season was one of his worst years. But even before that, he still had the MVPs. He still had great moments. He still makes plays. Not only that, he does America a favor by beating the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> That's why I'm still gonna have him in that conversation, Garrett. You nah. know you you know I got a point with that. <laughs> you do, but it's also he chokes just as much as they. That do in is the true. We give him that because the Niners own him. It, look, it, Robbie Gould owns him. That's who owns him. <laughs> hey. That's a that guy's that guy's a savage. That's actually, sure. anybody that, actually anybody that runs over 100, 150 yards on him on like with the Niners, they own him. Yeah, yeah. Colin Kaepernick, Raheem Mostert. Well, I mean, we saw that with the way the Eagles beat the Packers this this last season. I mean, they rushed for like. I don't even remember. It was like 260 yards or something like that. That's yeah. what they do. It was, it was ridiculous. But uh, I'm a loyal person, which is why this has been so hard. Is that another cap statement? Yes, you're holding them hostage. He's loyal. <laughs> I don't think it's a cap statement. I think he. I think he is loyal. He's lo- He's loyal to holding them captive. He is a very toxic person. Yep. And I mean like this. He like he wants to be where he wants to be, but he wants it to be his way. And that's not how life work it and work it. It, work, it only it. works when you're winning. It only works when you're winning. And Jay, exactly. you and I have talked about this with Russ. Russ right. was you. Right. You can be corny. You can be an asshole. Yep. You could be the most hated dude on the team. Yep. But if you're winning, yep. no one it doesn't matter. Yep. Yep. The second you start losing, the second you start, you know, not winning your games, and you yep. know, saying that you're one of the best to ever, you know, all play the haters in the are gonna come out. Yep. And, and that's where championship why they lose their game. You're right, and that's where championships are over stats. Yeah, it's like the IRS. It's like the IRS on like you're collecting your bills. As long as you pay your bills, the IRS is gonna leave you alone. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking at if you are that dude on your team. I'm looking at you like uh, Melvin Gordon. Not Mel- Melvin Gordon looked at Russ after he threw the yeah, ball instead of handing the ball off. I'm looking it was Melvin, but there was a lot of dudes that looked at Russ. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm looking the same way. All of America, again, pretty much. <laughs> I still blame that uh, again. I still blame them thing at Hackett. So why do you trust him if Rodgers is going to play for Hackett? Who who's said, not I, tr- who said I trusted him? No, I said, not a good he didn't say that. He, I, said, I said I think that's that right. That's right. I'm sorry. Well. I'm about no, to say. He, he's, not a, he's not a good coordinator or a good coach. He's a good dude to hang out with. Jalen, you remember Thank that. Thank you. 
This is why I think that this is going to fail beautiful. Yeah, this yeah, is going to yeah, fail no, you like still, Phoenix yeah, is going to no, You fail. still think the Patriots are going to be fourth in the division? I, I, I think the Patriots will be – the only reason if why Tua I think the Patriots will be fourth is because I think, if again, if Tua stays healthy and the Bills are still the Bills, I think that the Jets will eke out the Patriots just because Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien – and just because Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien are Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien. That's right. the only reason. And they don't have wide receiver weapons right now. You just have Hunter Henry. Key word is the right now. Ho- hopefully, some hopefully Bill O'Brien will stop getting slow ass white dudes. We'll see. <laughs> hey, hey, this man. is why I don't have faith. If you have a situation where, like, if you're a Belichick, hey, quick you're a question, like that, hey, quick guys, Garrett, when you go into the Patriots tryouts. <laughs> Hey, you, look! When I get that what, call, what you what you run like what you run like a five like a, like a five two or five three? Right now, probably a five six. Okay, you be I perfect. Bill O'Brien. I haven't, been, one I haven't been in football shape in God. How old am I? Eight exactly. Years. You be perfect. <laughs> Eight nine years. I've been in football you be, shape. You be perfect. As long as you fall in line and follow the Patriot way, you're gonna be perfect. You oh man, you don't like you don't like Wes Walker? What's going on, man? <laughs> oh no, I love hey, Wes Walker. I love Wes. Here's my thing. Here's my thing that I've always said. I give you look. I, I, I give credit to what credit is due on that one, but like you, you see the patterns though. No, I see if, you. If, I see. You. Yeah, I feel you. I feel if you. If y'all want to pay me saying. a couple million dollars to go hang out on the sideline in a blue uniform and you know be slow and not come through in the clutch like y'all's current receivers, New England, sign so, me up. Same same thing I said when Zach Wilson wasn't moving the ball at all. I'm like, you hey, want to pay me half of what you're though, paying him? Sign me up. His, Let's go. But here's the thing though: you do have some chemistry with Mac Jones though. <laughs> Y'all are both water boys. Barely. <laughs> We're, my brother my brother played flag football with Mac Jones as kid. There you go. You got the I've, I've known. That's enough of Bill O'Brien. So, like, <laughs> bro, like, once he hires, like, somebody's going to ask him, Bill, why Why did you sign uh, uh, somebody out of, like, Jackson? Like, hasn't Well, you see, his kid brother played flag football with him back when they were eight and nine. No, remember, so you got to do the deep voice. Go like, well. You get it. Yeah. You can't because oh, you'd, have a budget, you'd have a budget contract. And you know how Belichick loves his budget contract. So, mm-hmm. hey, yeah. you never well, know, he, man. You never know. Yeah. Next question. You just, we like, just, we, we, like, we, we just, really look, care. yeah, like, so, like, we really don't care. Um, like yeah. Next choice. Yeah. I really hope, I really hope that audio picks up when I go back. I will give, there's one thing I will give credit for Belichick for is do you know why he wears the hoodies? I'm not sure. Protect his ears. So he, he wears the hoodies because they said you either have to wear team branded stuff or a suit. And he just wanted, he's a jeans and t shirt kind of guy. And you have to wear either team branded stuff or a when suit. When you win, you get to do all that stuff. So he's been doing this as protest since he became a head coach. He's been wearing the ratty t shirts, the ratty hoodies with the sleeves cut off. He's been dressing like a bum because technically he's still following their dress code of being in team deep being in team. I'm stuff. with he's it. Like, I'm he's with like, it. I don't want to wear a suit. I'm gonna cut the what sleeves up? off my hoodie that my dog sleeps in. I'm with <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm gonna throw I respect it. I never gonna... forget the time where his dog was literally right in front of the laptop. <laughs> his dog the made ground. the pick. <laughs> We talk about football players being a dog. That brings a whole nother level to it right there. <laughs> Bill Belichick is a dog, man. Yeah. Um, he doesn't bark very much. He keeps it pretty quiet. He's yeah. kind of. 
he, he made a good decision as far as drafting those players. Like he was sitting there right Some there, Tom Cool. No. He didn't. Um, he didn't block. He he only took about two barks, one and a half barks. It only <laughs> came out uh, like the clear sound. And like the first bark was able to hear from the bathroom that was two uh, was two walks away from the <laughs> office. The other bark did not make it that far. So like he did you a pretty good job. When tape? it comes in from my house, it's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> you see Air Buds tape, man. This should, yeah. this should <laughs> <laughs> he was watching Air Bud. He got excited. Air right? Bud, golden receiver. Let's do yes, it, sir. Actually, yeah, that, take, that, that takes like, us back. <laughs> and be like, Bill, uh, Bill, like, will he be the next Air Bud? I don't think he'll be the next Bill Air Bud. I think he's gonna be like, uh, if it had to be an Air Bud, it would be the Air Bud, the, the 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 golden the golden GM. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know about golden GM. It's definitely golden receiver kind of thing. I mean, if he's Air Bud, then he'll be fine. But he's, yeah, he's but not really Air Bud. He's, 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 think, he's a little bit different. The only thing about it, like they would have, like they already been a, a football version of Air Bud. So this would like all of them have been former players. So this would be like the aftermath of like the certain the certain players. So like this would be like the aftermath of the career. Right. So it would be mainly for like a GM to make a decision for those players. Well, my mouth hurts from out. laughing at you guys right now. <laughs> this is what we find out. Okay. Some of the fans of the Bruley on a sports podcast are fans of ASMR. This is going to be the weirdest ASMR they've ever heard in their entire lives. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I'm loving it because I'm, I'm having a good time. We, a good time we don't plan this, man. We just come weird. on the room. No, no. Nate, weird, I have man. a few notes down here, and I'm just like, hey, man, we'll just talk. I told Garrett before you got on, Jalen. We're just going to talk and see where it goes. So I'm going to throw another Aaron Rodgers quote at you. I'm not offended by any of this. I'm not a victim. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants to be the victim. Everybody <laughs> wants to be the victim. It's a South Park episode they did. Um, what was that? I don't know if it was the recent one. It was like from a season ago where they – no, it was this season. It was this season of South Park where they're trying to give Stan a new identity and everything they do is like cool, laid back, plaid wearing, music loving, victim kind of thing. Like that's all Aaron Rodgers is. He's like, I'm not the victim, but I'm the victim. He's a fucking great dude. There's the F word, but that's a quote. Who do you think he's referring to? Aaron Rodgers. What what, what uh, player do you think he's referring to, Jalen? I don't know if you saw the the Pat McAfee. I, I, I'm going to abstain from this because I know the answer, but it's. Um, I'll give you a hint if you'd like. Okay. Wide receiver for the Packers. He's a fucking great dude. Currently, well, currently with the Packers. Yeah, guy who's played with Aaron Rodgers and still in the NFL. I'm just going to put it that way. Uh, I'm gonna say Alan Lazard. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that's <laughs> you get that pretty easily. Do you think that those words right there were the reason that you know did did uh, he go in there and and during that interview out in California where all those fellows went out to him did did he sit there and, and say to you know uh, Sala and and Woody Johnson, you know, Alan Lazard, he's a fucking great dude. Do you think that's why they went after him? You know, like he said, he didn't have a piece of paper. He didn't have a wish list. He, that's what he claimed. I he did not have a wish it. list. You had a verbal wish list for sure. I, Cause that's the kind of dude you are. I mean, I think it, it's very clear what they did. They're looking at Mercedes Lewis. They just brought it Alan Lazard. They just, they brought in his failed head coach as their new offensive coordinator. I, they're doing everything in their power to get him to go to New York. He's full of it. I, I, he's always been full of it. And I'm, I'm pulling back because I want to get into this and went on our show too. But <laughs> I'm holding back a little bit. But he, he's an idiot. I, I've hated the guy more and more every year. For all our <laughs> listeners here at Bruliana Sports Podcast, you know, I'll be going on uh, their show as well, uh, Tudors of Sports News. And so definitely check that out. We're going to talk more Aaron Rodgers. But I do want to have one final quote 
I know, Garrett, you want to go off on this, and I'm sure you'll have a lot more to say on your show, and I'm looking forward to laughing at it then. But Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BELLYUPSPORTS at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. I'm debatably, debatably the best player in Packer history. I'm gonna put my earbuds yeah. in real quick so that yeah, I'm, gonna I, I call, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call Cap on that one. I think it's absolutely <laughs> Cap. It's completely unbelievable. There's there's no way, and I'm gonna get into that a little bit more detail later. But he he may be a great player, but he's definitely not one of the best. He's not arguably the best in Packers history, and I will argue that every single day. And I don't think I would use the word Cap. I think he would be like um. I think I would call it false. That would be the correct word that I would use. I That's very use, true, Belichick. I don't use the word cap. I would never use any of the uh, the hip, the well, the the lingo that a lot of these um um um, um these kids uh today will be using. So it would mainly so. All these there. kids with their talk ticks and TikToks and vines <laughs> and whatever it is. I don't really know what's going on. I'm just and I'm here to you know, on to the next not, game. Not to mention these grant these grant these grams and um these milligrams. What like uh. <laughs> This uh, this book, this book of face and whatnot. So all this, don't really get into social media heavy. Like, your face oh, pages man. and your my books. Oh, my <laughs> you guys think it's clickbait? Uh, would it be clickbait if I put uh, you know, Bill Belichick in in the title for this episode? You know, like you know, an interview with Bill Belichick. Is that clickbait? You know, do you think no, that'll work? No, I think it's hilarious. I, I think it'd be hilarious, man. Right. I think it would. <laughs> What what else you got? You do the sports news and Bill Belichick makes a surprise appearance. Hey man, you never know. I love I love coming up with my uh my descriptions. So you gotta have fun. Oh, with the I, let's see if we're doing like uh to do sportsnews.com, you gotta do like let's see, uh Bill Belichick and um trying to think what's a what's a black what's a black no let's see. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> I was, the I, was, I was trying to, I was trying to think. Okay, so there is a black and white bill in this world. So See, this is going to be kind of like uh, Madden. I don't, I don't want my name, image, and likeness used in that. So we might have to take my name out because I am a. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't right. like going to Madden. It's, it, it's just New England head coach in Madden. I don't know if you've ever looked at the uh, the, the coaches in there. I just I don't yeah. want to be in the game. Yeah, uh, like the guy always looked like something close to uh, Mike McDaniels, except with a shorter haircut and a lot much more he height. He does uh, though. Why does he always look like Mike McDaniels? Well, I <laughs> think that, uh, well, I think the thing is that with Mike McDaniels, he's a lot more shorter. He fits the nature of what most uh, <laughs> NFL owners find in what they wanted their head coaches. They want them to be like at a, a nice, a nice this shape, like towards skinny. They want to like they want to be able to get somebody that has a lot of coaching experience, so, like looks the part of what they find in the nature of what they want in a head coach. They don't want anybody that doesn't look anything related towards them. So. I think that's I might, why they get something close to like Mike McDaniels. I might pull some of this. You know, we're we're doing a little bit of video it, here, so I might pull some of this just for a little clip clip for for YouTube for the video here. So just so you guys know ahead of time. That's yeah. funny. No, you're all good, bro. I'll, I'll, we'll, or, um, I'll follow you guys. Uh, we don't have a YouTube channel yet, but I'll definitely follow you guys with my personal one. Yeah, we still, we still, we still just not getting in the vir- on like the virtual stuff, like getting actually in the video and stuff before we even we'll get close to YouTube. And then sooner or later, we're gonna get into like TikTok. 
Yeah, I'll let yeah. you. Yeah, I'll let you run our TikTok page, man. That is uh, as soon as I, I get, as soon as I get money, then we, I know. don't have the time or patience for it, man. That one's all you. I, I handle our Twitter page. For, so for your listeners, I, I run the TDSN Twitter page. So yeah. if y'all have any beef with our takes, don't come for Jalen. Come for me. I'll even jump in. I'll say, yeah, I can't. I can't speak for Jalen, but I can speak for me and what the situation is. It's and, you know, and, this is happening. And, and most of the time, I can't really speak for Garrett as well. Like I don't even speak for me <laughs> at times. Like you know, just like oh, man. so. Like next question. All right. Well, next question. I'll wrap it up one more time. Um, I guess one more time. I'll wrap it up for the first time here. Uh, been a lot of fun with you guys, uh, Jalen. Hey, the Eagles signed uh, the defensive coordinator for our defensive coordinator. Sean Desai, I know he came from from out there in Seattle. What do you think of that signing? Will he work out for the Eagles? Hard to say. Hard to say with that one because our defense has been bad um, for, since the Legion of Boone departed. Um, so we're still trying to fix our uh, fix the stuff over here. So I think it might work with y'all just given the talent that y'all have. Um, we'll, we'll see. Y'all just got to get younger. And more cert, more assertive. I mean, you got guys to build around. You brought back Fletcher Cox. That had to happen. You got Absolutely. Brandon Graham. That had to happen. They need, yep. they need to retire as uh, Eagles. So you got them. They're gonna be able to continue to teach and like shape guys like uh, like Jordan Davis. Uh, Hassan Reddick can still uh, can still like learn a few things from those guys, and um, and still, still, and still got and like um, you still got like Josh Sweat. Um, and not to mention, like you let go of TJ, but I think there's a reason why because you got Nicobe Dean yeah. um, at linebacker. So I think he, I think they kind of saw something in him, saying like he he's gonna be able to step up big for the defense next year. So I, I think it could work out. Depends. Um, still a lot to be concerned. Uh, still a lot to be determined with that. Fair enough. Fair enough. And one last question: Do you think Geno Smith is a bridge quarterback, or do you think that he's the guy for the next couple of years? Bridge. Uh, here's here's my here here's will be my perfect scenario, but I don't I I would be I won't be surprised if it doesn't happen. We get Garrett's guy Anthony Richardson at number five. Okay. Because here's the thing: Seattle knows how to develop talent. Doesn't matter what round it is. The only time where we messed up, Jermaine Fetty and Rashad Penny. Even though he had some late outserts, y'all got him now. I'm actually glad to see him gone. But. You take account. You take account what we did for DK Metcalf. What was the problem with him when he was going when he was going into that draft process? Had an outstanding scout, but they wanted to knock him down for a three cone drill. And not to mention his tape wasn't that spectacular. Nice. He goes he to Seattle. He, he was go, he was way too raw. What does he do? Go to Seattle. Less expectations. Lower market. Learns from Russell Wilson, learns from Tyler Lockett, learns from a lot of like past receivers, continue to work and improve. Next thing you know, he beats he beats the Philadelphia Eagles in a wild card game, being an all time all time receiving yards leader as a rookie. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still I'm still uh, Jalen. I love Jalen Hurts. But I hate Jalen Rager, and I like you, man. You're cool. But of the three Jalens, Jalen Rager can go. He can go play in the XFL. Y'all, y'all had it I, out for him. I, in week I don't three. understand. Y'all had it. Y'all had it out for him in week three. But dog, it's here's the thing. Justin Jefferson, <laughs> the man. Fact, the fact that he was taking over DK Metcalf. But here's the thing I look oh, at Jefferson what again. The world, they were raw, but uh, let me finish my point about. Let me finish my point about Anthony Richardson. We get him. He's sitting behind Geno Smith. You do not have to be in a – like, think about this. Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith. You could be a top-tier prospect 
quarterback prospect and learn from a guy that's been in the league for a while. You can learn from any other quarterback. You can learn what to do and what not to do. But you can learn the answer. Like with Anthony Richardson, he needs to learn how to be a better passer and how to be a better quarterback and also the off the field things. He can learn that from Geno. Geno had as as much issues that he had with the Jets. You never heard anything bad from him off the field. He's Mm. always been a (laughs) Did I miss something? He broke a dude's jaw in the locker room. Again, this is what well, the well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, he got his jaw oh. broken. That's right. He got punched yeah, in the mouth. I was going to say. Okay. He got punched in the mouth. So Gino, yeah. uh, so Gino uh, like, got punched in the mouth. He was jawing and got punched in the mouth and well, got his jaw broke. Well, there's a lesson in that. That's Everyone's got a plan until they get hit in the face. In the, wor- in, in, the words of Cat, in the words of Cat Williams, shouldn't have been talking shit. <laughs> All right, but love, anyway, love but anyway, thing with, with Anthony Richardson, he go to Seattle, he get he gets to like learn learn the system, how the NFL works. He gets time. He's going into a division that's tough, but not a lot of expectations with Seattle. He has plenty of times to learn. He has plenty of time to learn the system, and by the time he's ready, he'll be ready. It, it, it that'll be the best situation for him rather than him going to be able to get put out in the water without a life without a life jacket. Yeah, Gino said he's willing to be a rich quarterback. So no, I I like that. It, it was a perfect fit. The three year contract worked out really good. Yeah, I think it's a great idea, honestly. And, and maybe they'll get him. You never know. I mean, Pete Carroll, he's he's a hell of a coach. Um, PJ Walker is going to Chicago. Uh, former Panthers quarterback PJ Walker reached an agreement tonight with the Chicago Bears. Oh, look oh. out! Justin Fields has some competition now. That's, that must PJ be that. Walker is said, I'm going to make the the, form, the former ex, the former XFL MVP. <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Garrett, one more question before we wrap up here. It's been a bit longer of a show, but a lot of fun. Guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, as unbiased as possible, Justin Herbert or Trevor Lawrence in five years, who's going to have more success? Because me personally, I, I mean, I like Lawrence. I'm, I'm a Lawrence guy, but what do you think? Trevor, 100%. I, I mean, we talked about it Um what do we do? Jalen, you and I talked about this uh, a few weeks ago. I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence is already – with the progress he made, he's already a top-five quarterback. And if you look at the weapons around him, you look at the situation with Dougie P. I know you're real familiar with Doug Peterson and what you're he was welcome. able to do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Thank you for saving us from Urban. You're welcome. Um, and with Doug Peterson, I mean, like, he's developed him into a great quarterback. He's got the weapons around him. Uh, for those who haven't – Yeah, Calvin really. Rock, Thank yep. you. Calvin Ridley's been reinstating. He's already saying, like, he's come out and said, I don't want less than 1,400 yards a year with Trevor Lawrence. Christian Kirk had a career year. Evan Ingram had a career resurgence. Zay Jones had a career year. All these dudes that everyone gave us shit for, for overpaying, ended up having career years because of Trevor and because of the offense. I think Man. Trevor's better than Herbert. And then if you look at when they went head to freaking head <laughs> – Joey the Joey the blonde clown Bosa um, couldn't hold it together. Uh, he he could be held and he can't hold his helmet, um, but he can't. Let's go. Let's go to that matchup game. again. Let's go. Let's like let's go back to that matchup against the potential uh, against the eventual Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Did Trevor Lawrence play bad in that game? No, he played fine. I I think he played totally fine. I think the Chiefs defense was just better, and our defense couldn't stop Mahomes. I think right. what what this okay. So what this said for me, because when I then saw how the Chiefs played because I saw how close we played Philly. There is no reason we should have been in that game because we turned the ball over six times. Yeah. Yeah. Our I defense kept us we, in that game. Don't yeah, forget don't about the special teams mistake. 
Yeah, our defense kept us in that game. And I think for um, for what is it for if, if you look at what we looked at, you know, in the playoffs when the Chiefs played after that, I saw how close we were. We're we're not far away. I mean, we are we're closer than people you want to get credit for. You got defensive players that you could build that you're going to build around. You have a quarterback. Uh, you have a you have an improve yeah, an, an improving offensive line. You have weapons on out the yin yang, and not to mention you have a number one receiver that last seen was up there as one of the top receivers in football. Yeah, I could definitely see the Jaguars being. Uh, a team that goes deep into the playoffs next year. I mean, we always talk about how loaded the AFC is, but I've been saying it for, you know, since middle of the season, you know, when the Jaguars first started going on that hot streak that I thought the Jaguars had that division and it will be their division for years to come. And nothing at this point will tell me otherwise. I could see the Jags being up there fighting against Josh Mahomes or Josh Mahomes. Well, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, I just ran them together. You know what I mean? But I could, for sure. And I mean, like the one thing I want to say about Calvin Ridley too, his last year in the league was his career, his best year in his career. And what everybody likes to um, forget about and what a lot of people overlook for the people who didn't read his letter. And I'll say for the people or for y'all's uh, listeners, for those who haven't heard it or read the letter that he wrote to the, and the players tribune, he played his last year with a broken foot. Yeah. Yep. And he went for, I think 1300 yards with a broken foot. I want to say that again. He went for 1,300 yards with a broken foot. <laughs> 1,300 yards with a broken foot. Are you serious? As a right. wide receiver, your job is to plant and cut. And if slant god Mike Thomas can't plant and cut with turf toe, imagine what this dude can do when he's healthy. It's scary. I mean, my best friend's a Jaguars fan, and you know, I told him when that trade went down, I was like, bro, I was like, you guys next running. year are going to be absurd. Absolutely I was running like I didn't I didn't even know that was on the table. I'm like, oh, this, I just I see it come across Twitter with Rappaport, who's apparently to go back to Rogers, uh, the only person <laughs> who's accepted because uh, Rogers does not like Schefter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told him he told him to lose his number. Nice try. <laughs> yeah, that was great. But like with, Goodness. like when that just came across the screen, I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know we were going to do that. I didn't know that was in the plans. <laughs> I thought we had our three. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, it was definitely a surprise, but hey, you know, I'm excited to see how next season goes. But all right, fellas, it's know. it's been a great show. I really appreciate you guys, uh, Jalen Garrett, coming on. Um, where can our listeners get a hold of you on on Twitter? What's Best Twitter way to do account? it is going to be at TDSN Pod on Twitter. We're pretty active on there. We've got a Facebook page too. We just, I'm going to be honest, we don't, we're not Use on it as often as Twitter. We, we don't. It's when we, we post where the show is and if, you know, that's going to be a lot more streamlined for when the show is, but we post on Twitter too. Twitter's where we're the most active. And where can our listeners so, best listen to your podcast then? You guys everywhere? Anywhere. If you find a spot where we're not, DM us and we'll be there. I mean, we are literally... <laughs> Let, let me let me... So whenever we post our show, I always do the link tree thing. Let me go down the list of where we are so people can know in case there's any confusion. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Audible, Amazon Podcasts, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podchaser, and Bullhorn FM. See, I've never even heard of some of those, but apparently exactly. um, they're <laughs> there. there so they are there, so we're, definitely go check them out. <laughs> we're on some podcast too. Like We're everywhere. There's, <laughs> there's no excuse. <laughs> yeah so definitely give those guys a, a follow on twitter check them out listen to their podcast they have a great show so thanks guys for coming on um 
Really appreciate it. I'm just going to do our shout outs here. So Aaron usually does this, but I'll try to do him justice. We're going to shout out our guys at 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Excellent show. They have all kinds of, of uh, good things going on there. I know you guys were just on their show, so, you know, you can represent Love that. Brent and Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Brent and Dave are great. We got Jim at Fan in the Van. Hilarious. He's, he's a great guy yep. as well. Go check him out. Um, hide your kids. Hide your wife if you're going to go listen to him because he's profane, but he's absolutely hilarious. So shout out to Jim and uh, also Level the Playing Field. When and, as well and, as um, um, when you if you're ever near the around New Jersey or the Jets organization, hide your moms. <laughs> hide your moms. There you go. Oh man, last last I want to shout out. Um, we like sports uh, podcast. That's sports with a Z. Um, check those guys out as well on Twitter. And, and uh, Twitter handle for us is at brutally honest, except without the T. Brutally honest because Twitter won't give us the T. So once again, thanks guys for coming on the show. All right, you Zach Wilson. We appreciate it, man. <laughs> <laughs> ah.